Good morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time anyone is listening. Welcome back to the Speed 6 podcast. It's me introing again. It's thank you to all of the one person that said they liked it. And I still don't even know if that was true or not. Adam gave me the reins again to start. Reluctantly. This... Okay, let's not make it it's sound like I asked. Can do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this episode, we are on episode 22 now. That is half of 44. Was half of 44? 88. Was 44 divided by 11? I don't know. Um, this episode is... <laughs> oh, four. 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 This episode is Common Detailing Mistakes. Common Podcast Mistakes, letting Jake do the intro. Yeah, that's definitely one of them. Before we get into it, do you do you guys know what's happening... In three days' time. I've heard there's a big announcement. I've heard that. I've heard that. I've um, seen something on Instagram, but I yeah, think it's sh- in one post somewhere, I I'm think. sure I've seen something on the Instagram story. Um, it's that it's that Instagram page, at the Detailing Podcast. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one. I've seen it. So, um, Should we follow if we it, don't follow? Yeah, yeah. For those that haven't already seen it, go and follow on Instagram, and you might be able to see what we're on about. And you can also enter our massive bouncers giveaway, which is uh, closing this Friday. It's one hefty giveaway as well. Over £240 worth of stuff there. It's insane. It's literally magical. It's insane. And they're brilliant products. Yes, yes. Well, Adam's only used a couple of bits because half of it never arrived to him because it all got broken by Parcel Force. Yay, Parcel Force. I might not I might not actually post this prize to whoever wins on Parcel Force just in the risk they might be from the Worcester area and they have the same driver as you. Yeah. Might not be it might be a bad idea. <laughs> Deliver it in person. It might be safer. Do you know what else is exciting? The fact I just introed. No, that was the opposite. Oh. In fact, we're finally getting Dev back. <gasps> <Hello>. <laughs> It's so exciting. For those of you that have missed him, which I'm sure is all of you, he'll be back. Barely all of you. Yeah. No, we have. He should be back for the uh, announcement. So the the plan with the announcement is we're going to do a mini episode and we're going to do some posts and stuff as well for those of you that don't like to listen to us. Because obviously we've got to hype it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. want to try and get across some of our uh, excitement. I, for one, cannot wait. I am literally on the edge of my seat with excitement. Sound it. Yeah. Should we jump into... The topic at hand. Jesus Christ, I tell you what one mistake of this year has been. The new Fiat 500 is 30 grand. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's going to be a lot of angry dads with doors. I was going to say, yeah, the dads <laughs> are going to be angry. <laughs> yeah. Dads they won't are be shaking they their fists. <laughs> but let's start things off with iron removers. Smelling them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, um, yeah, no, that was it. Yeah, just smelling them, don't do it. And that is the end of this week's episode. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> no, um, we've got two two bits on this. And it's things I see quite a lot. The first one is using an eye remover before you use a tar remover during the decontamination stage. Oh, can I answer this? If you want. That's well, not a question, but... The reason why we do this is because there can be iron particles stuck in pieces of tar. Yeah. So if you think about it, you look at the, the bits of kind of brake dust embedded in the paint, it's tiny, isn't it? And when you look at tar, tar kind of sits on top and is usually... Tar is chunky. It is, yeah, it's chunky. So you could have a massive tar spot with loads of iron underneath it. So it seems a bit counterintuitive to iron remover, then tar remover then re-iron remover over the bits you've missed. And plus it's a waste of product. And that is not a cheap product, is it? 
No, and yeah, you can soon you can soon bang for a liter on a heavily contaminated car as it is. So imagine doing that twice. Yeah, yeah, nightmare. And speaking of wasting products and eye remover, some people. Oh, let's just let's set the scene. So you've got. Let's, we'll let Jake take this one. Yeah. Yeah, will. I want to do this one, please. Right, you've got a wheel, and it is absolutely caked in brake dust. What people tend to do first is say, okay, well, I'll just absolutely cake it in eye remover and go like 10 rounds of eye remover on it. However, there is a much more cost-effective and time-effective way of doing it. Jake? Hello? Go on, say it. Oh, sorry, I just need to have a minute just to take it in. Go on. Because, oh, mate, honestly, I'm... Oh, God, might have to be a bit more... Say it, say it, sl- say it slowly. Ah, sir. No, not spell it, you moron. (laughs) Acid. (gasps) That's so good to say that word. Excuse me, I'm going to take the reins for this one. Like Adam said, if a wheel is really, really caked, you're wasting loads of product and money using a fallout remover or an iron remover, as Adam's calling it, because he's, I don't know what. Just go straight in with some acid. But but be sensible with it. Yes. Oof, that's the most sensible thing we've heard out of you. Yeah. Don't use acid as a tire cleaner. <laughs> don't let it don't let it dry on. Be extremely careful with it on things like peely diamond cuts. Anything unfinished, really. Basic yeah, basically anything unfinished. It might even be better just to not even use that sort of thing and admit defeat because Sometimes it can do more damage than good. If you are sensible, it's fine. If you would like to learn more about acid wheel cleaners, please listen to our Detailing in Depth Wheels and Tires episode. Or please just Thank hit you. me up and, uh, you know, you can, anyone can give me a ring anytime and I'll happily spend half hour talking about acid. Name an acid. Amino. <laughs> Jake, name, name, um, name two acids. Tom, wait, as in like actual acidic wheel cleaners? No, or name, name, name two acids, just acids. Um, Acid King, go on, name two. Um, what, like... Uh, just name two acids. What, like actual acid yeah, like science ethanoic. acid? Yeah, just acids. Seems so like you know everything about acids. Um, detail bug? <laughs> oh, my God. Sulfuric acid? Yeah. I know that one. Yeah, that's and used there's in wheel like cleaners. Another, you, there's like another one. Um, there's it, more than another one, mate. <laughs> there's many. Um, Hydrochloric. Sound, yeah. Shut up! It sounds it sounds like sulfuric as well, but it, uh, it's got an N in it. Nuric. Nuric. Do, do you mean nitric? No, not nuric. <laughs> that might be it. That might be it. All right. Okay. Well, that's enough <laughs> uh, GCSE science for one day. I think. He's considering he only left school about six weeks ago. You'd have thought he'd have been sort of clued up about it, wouldn't you? Yeah, well. Do you want to know a fun fact? I somehow actually passed science. Skyance. <laughs> Sky. <laughs> Skionce. Not maths, though, apparently. <laughs> no, I didn't actually pass that. Wait, Jake, what's, the, what's, what's 10 to the power of zero? 10? No, zero. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we're not going to tell you the answer to that, um, and we're going to move on <laughs> um, to microfibers. <gasps> microfibers often often misunderstood, aren't they? I'm yes. I'm going to kick things off with one thing that I'm a big believer in, and that is using drying aids. Oh, don't, I, I I hate seeing people like say, yeah, I use a drying aid and dry with my drying towel. Yeah, I honestly, I just I don't get it. I really don't. Surely get it. you would not want to contaminate your drying towel. That's my main thinking. If you're spraying something onto a drying towel, it's just going to clog it, and you're going to have to wash it in a necessary amount of times, and all the fibers are go stiff and. and oh, sorry. Sorry, with a drying aid, I got confused with what you meant then. I thought you meant like a, almost like a spray and rinse kind of product. Sorry, I see what you mean now. Yeah. Spraying, spraying something onto a towel. No, I, I don't understand that at all. Yeah, so what, what some people do is they either spray it onto the towel 
or they've got a wet car, they spray it directly onto the panel and then dry. Yeah, no, not a fan. Which, if, ob- yeah. Obviously, a, a, a bone-dry towel doesn't attract the water, obviously. Cohesive tension, the YMF one. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you, yeah, all right, that's a good one. So, okay, some towels don't attract all the water. It's, it's like a magnet effect, isn't it, really? Yeah, because but... water molecules, um, co- uh, it's cohesion of water molecules. Um, that's why you should prime your towel first. <clears throat> Hydrogen bonding, oh. for those of you who like that kind of thing. Sorry, I fell asleep. What? Delta positive and negative charges and dipoles. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, wait, someone, somebody messaged me saying they love the science, so I'm going to slip a bit in every now and then. That's fair enough. But it, so in short, rather than using something like a like a drying aid or a quick detailer or whatever, just dampen the towel down first. Yeah. Not, not soak it. Don't lay it across your bonnet and then jet wash your towel. <laughs> a, 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 get a spray bottle of water. Just, just make it damp. It doesn't need to be soaked. I'll do one better for you, Jake. Just dry the glass oh. first. Start with your glass, mate. Oh, that's yeah. All right, that's another good shout. But <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. But, Fine. Yeah, back to the drying aids. Just use a spray and rinse if you have to. Yeah, I tell you what is a real good one, and it's it's super super cheap. Is that um, the? If I, don't, I think you've tried. I want to say you've tried it, Adam. I could be wrong. Glat Glat from Stjana Gloss. Yes, I haven't tried it. Oh right, <laughs> I thought you had. No. Lich, that that 500 mil makes 10 liters and it's i think i think 500 mil is 10 quid 12 quid i want to say it's between it's no more than 12 quid and if you use code if you use code free gummy at the checkout you get a sample bottle of gummy for free and we don't get just, anything for transparency yeah we don't get anything from that that is just because we like cav and stjana and gummy um and gummy <laughs> but glat is brilliant literally yeah, the 500ml bottle makes 10 litres and you need a couple of sprays per panel. If you have got dead or dying uh, previous LSP on the car, just go over with that. It makes drying so easy. Yeah. I it just disperses everything. It mm. disperses everything. It, it's literally like magic. If you, if you use a bit more than a couple of sprays per, per panel... And rinse it away and come back in a couple of minutes, there will be next to no water on your panel. You won't even need a towel. Wow. If that's how if that's how lazy you are. Which I I was a bit skeptical at first, and I tried it. I was just like, oh, I li- I literally don't obviously you get the bits on the panels where it can't physically run off and it hide it hides around these little, you know, some some areas of the panels and stuff. But like 70% if you if you use a bit more than a couple of sprays per panel like 70% of the water will just be gone it won't it won't even be on the panel anymore you can get away with drying the rest of your car with a bloody Kirkland Ooh. no I, I'm a firm believer that the only thing that your towel should be absorbing is water same it's just prolonged about air okay so going back to what you were talking about, Jake, um, priming the towel. Yeah. I think we've heard Richard's little story a few times. Uh, but for a those few. of you that... You want to hear it again? A few. It's literally on. embedded in my brain. Give us, a, give us a quick version of it. Right. So it was about probably two months ago now. It was a lovely sunny day. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to wash my car. Wash my car. Did the business. Come to dry in. It was a bit on the old warm side sun was out and it was actually quite warm it was like i think it was like 18 degrees or something like that so it's not that warm but can compared to what we have had it was sweating material and my car was i was washing in direct sunlight yes you can do it if you're sensible and it come to drying and my bonnet was parked directly facing the sun so i thought you know what i'm gonna dry that first to eliminate water spotting as much as possible so Put towel on, didn't patter or anything, just let it soak in, dragged it, and then as it, as you sort of see the smearing, not smearing, the like evaporation happening, I just noticed I could literally see where I had dragged my towel. Oh. Just a bit, bit of marring. Oh. It's, it's not it's not too bad, but it's not great at the same time. 
and uh, yeah could be user error i'd suppose but yeah always recommend drying your glass first no no matter how much of a rush you're in even if you literally put your towel on your glass wipe over it aggressively your glass isn't going to scratch from it yeah please dry your glass first because you don't want marring on your paintwork i've learned the mistake yeah i mean from now on i don't think richard's ever going to go and dry again no no to be fair I, i literally only I try and use the pet blower as much as possible now. Just takes a bit longer, doesn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, it, it does. And especially if your LSP isn't top notch. Yeah. So, yes, but if not, YMF Dry and Tail is the daddy. It's great, that is. Oh, I love it. Okay. So, another thing with microfibers, and this is related to kind of LSP application, and that is not using the two towel method when using something like a spray sealant or a quick detailer. Have you guys tried to apply something with a single towel? Yes. Yes. It's It can be a bit of a pain. I think the trouble with it is the first couple of panels are absolutely fine because you can literally do one side, flip the microfiber, but mm. by the time the product is actually soaking into the microfiber and goes onto the other sides or yeah. the inner side of that side sort of thing, it's sort of your whole towel has now got some form of residue on there. That's the thing. Yeah, and you're just kind of working that residue back onto the paint yeah. rather than taking it off, which is the idea. Don't get me wrong. I've, I've been victim to that many a times and still end up doing it now when I'm lazy. But... Yeah. It's it's not so bad with kind of the more, more traditional quick detailers that don't need any buffing, really. Something like Bounce is done and dusted or Infinity Wax Rapid Detailer or I think you said the AM Details. That was Devon. Yeah, just the normal yeah. one, not the hybrid one. Even yeah. the Car Gods one, that was really good. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I think with, with those kind, you can you can almost get away with a single tail method because you don't need to go back and buff it. Um, I'm going to use the example here of QDX Graphene from Infinity Ooh. Wax. Oh, that's definitely it. The thing is, if you if you take your time with it and be sensible, it's an absolutely fantastic product. Right. It, but, it's my favorite product of, of last year. We discussed that in the end of the year episode. I cannot get enough of it. You, you can get six months out of that. It's ridiculous. It is insane. But if you're not... It's not hard to use, but if you're not sensible, it can be a bit of pain. Sometimes you're better off taking more steps than you actually think you need. Yeah, you can't... It doesn't apply like rapid detail. You can't just go on, spray it, rub it, gone. The I've had a few people kind of... Well, I've seen a few people, they haven't asked me directly, obviously, but seen a few people asking how you use QDS graphene having some issues with streaking. So the method I use, I've spoke to Michael about it, and I think it's kind of the optimal way of doing it. You do not need much at all. It spreads for absolutely miles. It's insane. So probably a spray on the bonnet. Go in with your first towel, work it in, leave it for a minute, and then buff off with a clean towel, and that's it. Less is more in this case. Honestly, yeah. It's like waxing. Magical. Like waxing. If you go, yeah. if you cake a wax on, it's going to be a right pain in the ass. Unless you use Stiana Gloss's one. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that's nice and easy to use. Oh, honestly, it is like <laughs> butter. It is oh, special. Before we carry on, shout out JB Pro Shine. Um, Josh just wants a, a little shout out, basically. Um, because he likes the podcast and sticks them on while working. I hope now that this makes you very happy, and I expect a full video of you crying with joy. We're also going to shouted you out. Uh, I think you're quite local to me, so I'll pop over and send an invoice over for the. Yes. Do we, we mention his Instagram name more? It is at JB Pro Shine, and Adam is going to edit this out unless you shout us out on Instagram, Josh. All right, so another point on microfiber towels is using poor quality ones. Been there, done that. Yeah, been there, done that. Is that is, has anyone had the green or blue microfibers off of AliExpress? Those ones that literally arrive and they're like toilet rolls. Yeah, you can literally are, put your finger you can see through, through it. Yeah, you can literally see through them <laughs> if you hold it up to the sunlight. 
Oh dear. Yeah, I, they're all right for like door jams and like exhaust tips and stuff like that. So but, anyway, you can't scratch. Yeah, literally. Um, so generally, microfibers they're made of two different things: uh, polyester and polyamide. So the polyester fibers provides uh, more structure and stiffness, and then the the polyamide are softer and more absorbent. It obviously blends where it in is 80-20, 70-30, things like that. And that just means uh, how much polyester to polyamide there is. The higher the second number, it means the towel is going to be softer and more absorbent, but also means it's going to be a bit more expensive. So you want a delicate blend uh, for polish removal, um, wax removal, things like that, uh, for obvious reasons, so you don't inflict scratches back into the clear coat. There's more properties you need to consider than just blend. This is just a quick overview. We'll have a look at microfibers a bit more in depth in one of our future episodes. Is it Wowos or Wowos? Is their oh, microfiber yeah. when they're on sale? Oh, oh, yes. I have so many of them, but I literally save them for the finishing jobs because the quality of them is actually fantastic. It is like it's almost it's it's basically beautiful. It's insane, and then you can, you can literally get. Is it like ten for like three quid or something like that? When it's when it's on sale, they are yeah. absolutely nuts value. Like, I think it was on the last sale, their wheel drying towels were like one pound thirty a towel or something. Yeah, I've got one of those, and they're actually really nice. And sorry, I know it's not microfibers, but the kneeling pads. Yeah, I've got I've got three. <laughs> they are some. They are some chunky, chunky, like good kneeling pads. Thank right. you. Thank you for that. <clears throat> No, nah, no worries, mate. Right, can I kick off the next one, please? Yeah, it's a very, Shoot. it's a very common thing, isn't oh, it? Oh, mate, I'm guilty for it all the time. It's just pure laziness. Washing all of your towels together. Mm. I think washing microfibers in general is something people ask quite a lot. And I think, I think sometimes people realise that microfibers can be reused. If you're, if you're along that line, like sometimes I think people sort of use a microfiber, wash it, and then realize it's not as good as it was when they first bought it, and then sort of demote it down a few steps and not use it for the paintwork and stuff. But yeah. nine times out of ten, it's just simply because it's been washed in the wrong manner. Yeah, you, you get a lot of conflicting um, tips and information on washing microfibers. Some say, oh, wash it on the maximum heat. Some say I'll wash on the lowest heat possible. I mean, I think I'm no microfiber expert, okay, but I think you can safely wash towels at probably up to 60 degrees C, considering, but if you make sure it's on a, a relatively quick wash. Because if you've got a towel you've used to buff wax, you're going to need to break down that wax, and heat is going to help that a lot, and it'll open up the fibers to release the residue and stuff. It's a dedicated... The things like glass towels and stuff like that. Yeah. it's it Keep them separate from their jobs. So don't wash your polishing towels with your waxing towels because obviously polish contains abrasives, that kind of thing. If there's any real-world differences, if you wash the waxing towel and the polish towel together, I don't know. But it's just kind of being on the safe side, isn't it? To be safe and sorry. Exactly. But um, something like washing a towel you've used to clean uh, wheel arches and then your nice, fresh drying towels, that's just mm. a bit silly. Mm. A bit silly. But just kind of kind of segment them into different areas. Speaking of segment. I was about to say, speaking of oh. segments, what's coming oh, up? Oh, yes. God, that was smooth, wasn't it? It was unintentional. It was unintentional, but... It's the weekly segment. <laughs> what if we get a copyright strike? That was almost identical, to be fair. I'll just... I'll tweak it enough. Exactly. Right, Richard, go on. What's our weekly segment? Right, this week is actually going to be a bit different again. Jake introducing it. 
No, definitely not. No. God for that. <laughs> We've had enough of Jake today. <laughs> um, yeah, this one's a bit different. Uh, we're coming towards the end of lockdown now, and as we all know, it's been a tough one. Extremely tough in many circumstances. And yeah, I think everyone's had enough of it now. And But yeah, we're eventually getting to the end of this. Adam, please insert beep. <laughs> um, yeah, we've all had enough of it and a lot has been going on. But right, so we received this message from somebody to our C6 page. I wanted to say huge personal thanks for the efforts with the podcast. I had a situation happen just before Christmas and I didn't take it too well and listening to your podcast has offered a welcome distraction when I've not wanted to be left alone with my thoughts. I feel absolutely ridiculous writing this, but you guys really have helped and for that I can't say thank you enough. Please don't underestimate the positive impact you boys have. I absolutely love the sciencey bits of the podcast, love the laughs, and I'm pleased to say without with your help from professionals family and you boys in dc i'm on the mend and life is much different from december this is a genuine personal thank you from me to you when i when i got that message i was genuinely just speechless i don't know literally when you send that in the group chat i literally like stopped working and went and sat in the van for five minutes just Honestly, to literally yeah, like, I couldn't, read it a few times i didn't actually know what i was uh reading for a few not not that i didn't know i was a bit confused by what i was reading for a minute that uh us lot talking to what is basically pretty pretty basic microphone setup and everything. Well, yours there. might be basic. Yeah, all right. I spent thirty pounds on this, so. Well, I did, and then I, now I've just started using it from my phone. So, until I, I sort my setup out, <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not any kind of professionals in this. This is just what we do in one. Right, of let's our stop events. making this about us. More back to the situation. Yeah, but I think it's mental to even possibly think that we do have a positive impact on people's lives. Like, obviously, it's not something we consider when we're recording this. We're not thinking, "Oh, I hope I hope we're helping somebody today," sort of thing. But yeah, to have to even have one person say it is crazy, and it's literally just makes it feel so much more worth doing things like this because you never know we could possibly have more of an effect on people's lives than you think obviously i'm not saying that we do but i mean there's that possibility that you could help somebody through their rough day and stuff like that and giving them a laugh just throughout the day whilst they're working like like he said could take their mind off of things it's incredible to even think about honestly it's... it is a bit it is a bit weird to think about that we do actually have that effect yeah, and lockdown's been yeah, lockdown's been tough for everyone, and mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's made a lot of people realise that they can speak to people yeah. when they need to, and you absolutely should. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like uh, obviously, we're we're all speaking constantly throughout the day anyway, but everyone has their off days where they just need a chat. And yeah, we're we're all we're also very very approachable. We're not. Yeah, it, it, honestly, I've got time for absolutely anybody. It could be the person I hate most in the world. If they come to me and they're literally in a bad situation, I'm, I'm literally all ears. Rather help, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, life's not that deep to hold grudges far too much for that sort of thing. If, if someone needs help, if someone needs to message me or any of you guys, I'm sure you're in the same boat. You're more than welcome to. Exactly. Honestly. And even if it's even if it's not to one of us direct and it's to the Speed 6 yeah, Instagram or Facebook, we all we all mon- it's only us three, and then obviously Dev. We all have we all can monitor it. So if you're not sure which one is uh, you want to speak to most, you can message that page, and at least well, at least one of us can. Uh, it's a hopefully... gamble. It's a gamble, and we and, and we will remain anonymous. Yeah, yeah, we're That's not the, like if it's if you want it to be kind of a faceless thing, then yeah, go go that route. But um, yeah, honestly, our messages are always open, yeah. and if you if you do need a chat, because I know a lot of people suffer in silence, I'm one of them people myself. I, I don't tend to take it to anyone. I'm bad for it myself when I'm in a bit of a predicament. But yeah, sometimes you have got to reach out, and it makes you feel so much better about it. So honestly, our messages are always open, and as much as we take the mickey out of each other we won't take the mickey with this it's obviously a serious situation in a lot of circumstances so yeah but yes that's our weekly segment i thought it'd be a bit more serious because mm. we're 
times are tough, and but we are coming to the end of it, thank God. Yeah. I know there's obviously other steps towards it, but we're getting yeah. there. We're getting, we're getting there. We're getting there, and having plans is always key as well. Yes, definitely. Um, obviously, I don't want to take the issue away from everybody, but it is generally speaking more guys who don't speak up, but just 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 talk, talk to people, talk to your friends, talk to anybody if you need to. Yes. You may think, that's all right, I can deal with it. I'll be all right. I'll figure it out because that's a typical guy thing to say, but it's not that easy. It's always. not always the best way. No, no definitely not. But on a more positive note, well, that was a positive note, but I mean, back onto Cheery Uppy. Right, equipment. Equipment, right. yes. Equipment. Right, another thing sometimes I can be a bit lazy for is not cleaning out my brushes and buckets properly. Yes. I think brushes is more important than buckets. Yeah, because I don't think you're actually going to pick up a dirty bucket and think, yeah, I'll use that. <laughs> but a brush, 99% of the time, you can't actually see the dirt on a brush. No. And if for whatever reason you've used that brush on um, dirty interior plastics and you want to go and use it for cleaning badges, yeah, mm, you're going to have a bit of a nightmare if you haven't cleaned it. Mm. You um, won't notice it until you've done it two or three times and suddenly... Swell city, baby. <laughs> but you can actually damage them as well if you just leave them wet and damp. They can, if you've got like the um, barrel brushes that bend and have like a, a metal core, they can start to rust, which uh, has happened before to me. Oh, user experience. Yeah, with my old auto finesse one. That was probably the least of its concerns, actually losing the handle. But. <laughs> I've got a picture of that somewhere. It's hilarious. It's literally, it just the br the bristles like as soon as you use it, they just kind of flopped, permanently flaccid bristles. Nice. It's also the fact of cross contaminating products as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's many detailed products that will cause an explosion if you mix them. No, but it's more like say if you, for example. Um, don't know if say if you use a strong wheel cleaner on a detailing brush to clean your exhaust tips for example yeah and then and then you go in interior well obviously not same day say next week you do your interior start cleaning plastics and just put a bit of water or a bit of apc you sort of mix them and suddenly you got stained trim within your car or plastics <laughs> yeah, or no your good. plastic like dash cover or whatever starts <laughs> yeah. like peeling away it's like when those air fresheners leak oh. I mean, you should, um, again, you should keep brushes for separate tasks if they're going to be drastically different tasks. Yeah, definitely. Easiest way I do it, personally, I have hog hair for the dirtier jobs, cheap and nasty ones, so like exhaust tips and then, my, I don't know, underneath my bumpers and stuff like that. And then my nicer brushes are for interior, and then I have a dedicated badge cleaning brush. Lovely. Has it got a name? Um, Badger. Badger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. It took me a minute to get that. Oh, Boris the some... Badge Bodger. <laughs> the Bong Bong Badge Bodger. Perfect. Bing, bing, okay, um, carrying on with the equipment topic. Pressure washers. Common mistakes <laughs> with pressure washers. I'll Should start with the hose side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Devon taught us, he taught me this last week. Mm -hmm. um, aqua stops on your hoses. Yes. I, I didn't even have an, a scooby do about it until Devon mentioned it. It was, um, oh Christ, I can't remember her name, who does the pressure washers. It was uh, one of her posts. I can't remember. Oh, the Nilfisk um, person. Uh, yes, the Nilfisk lady. Oh, I know who you mean. Yeah. Do you want to? Dive into it, Richard. Yeah, so basically, aqua stop on a hose is usually you sort of need to push the connector into something for it to allow water through. Mm. And once it's in, if it hasn't got running water, it will stop the water from running through. So, for example, when you plug it into your pressure washer, once the pressure washer's filled and has no escape through it, for example, having your trigger open, 
it won't allow any water to go anywhere or leak anywhere. But when you connect that to your pressure washer, when you're because obviously your pressure washer works on building pressure and then fires it out and then builds pressure again once you let go of the trigger. But when you do that, it actually builds up pressure to the point where it doesn't allow any water to flow backwards in your hose pipe because of the aqua stop. So what that then creates is a lot more pressure in your pressure washer itself. And you might find that the water builds up in the inlet and can crack it when there's too much pressure after like, say if you've been abusing it for years, you might find that it can crack your inlet. Yeah. Cause I mean, outdoor taps generally have the um, non-return valves anyway, but yeah, it's just all that pressure building up at the inlet can cause issues. It's the kind of thing where, oh, I've gone five years and had no issues, but then it's you still... You it once a week sort of thing. Yeah, it's still like, you may as well just smash it out with a hammer and just crack on because it doesn't really... Yeah, because I didn't pay attention until Devon mentioned it because I ordered some off Amazon. It's coming the next day, but shock, it was on a sa- late Saturday night that I ordered and cleaned <laughs> on a Sunday. So I cleaned my car and it still had the aqua stop. But when you press the trigger on the pressure washer, I could literally see my hose pipe like going into my pressure washer. I could see it like jolting sort of thing when I let go of the trigger. Mm. And that was just sort of clear indication that the pressure isn't being allowed to sort of return back down the hose pipe and regulate itself. It's literally all being built up in the pressure washer. Yeah, it, it's the kind of thing where you may as well just not have one just as a preventative measure rather than saying, oh, it's never happened to me. I'll be all yeah. right. It's one of them. If, you, if your pressure washer suddenly went poof. It's like saying, I'm not going to wear sunscreen because I've never had melanoma. It's just like, we just may as well do it anyway. It's a mild inconvenience. Yes. Bit of a dramatic uh, comparison, but (laughs) you get the point. You get the point. Um, And also with pressure washers, you've, a lot of people don't actually prime them. Do you prime your pressure washers, either of you? Always. Yeah. I'll do it for about probably two minutes. Oh, I usually give it a quick fly through and that's about it. Yeah. And yeah, but how many times have you been doing it and then like you sort of get like thirty seconds through and suddenly hit and it's still spitting out air. Yeah, I get what you mean. Um So now I don't really think about it. For those well, of you that have no idea what priming is, priming your pressure washer is um having it switched off and allowing the water to run through it with with no, no pressure building, yeah. Basically. And please make sure that your hose, if you have a long, really long hose, is fully extended. Because mm-hmm. air can get caught in your hose from your pressure washer. Yeah. And just kink up and then go bang. But then, when you get to the end of your wash... What do you do then, Jake? Acid. Acid, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> well, some people will just unplug it and throw it in the van or in the shed or whatever. No, silly. Yes. Got to drain Flush it. it out. Got to drain it. Always. Yes. Don't How does do... everyone else personally drain it? I'm, 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 I'm sort of... Wow. I don't know I always, I'm doing it wrong. I always just have mine all unplugged and everything like that. And then hold the gun down until all the water has come out of the hose. And then just make sure there's nothing left actually in the actual machine itself. Well, I do it differently to that personally. How do you do cheap. it? I like I disconnect. Obviously, um, like turn the hose off, disconnect the hose because otherwise you're just sucking water out of the yeah pressure mm-hmm. washer. Uh, well, out of the hose, should I say? And then I leave my pressure washer on, spray it out with the pressure off pressure washer on, so the pump is still working, and then keep spraying it until it's empty. And then as soon as it's empty, finish it sort of turn it off because I find that if you turn it off and try and get rid of it it doesn't actually get rid of all the water I'm agreeing with you there Richard and that's what the Karcher manual tells you to do get in have that (laughs) obviously you you could sort of argue that oh it might be bad for your pump but it's not just don't overdo it just literally as soon as the happens just stop and then obviously also I 
get my pressure washer itself and tip it forwards, just like where the where the inlet is. I tip that <laughs> yeah, forward. Yeah, it's exactly what I do. Oh, we're so insane. I, I think we're the same person sometimes. Honestly, it's uh, one more point with the pressure washers. Keep it away from freezing temperatures, please. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't leave it outside in <laughs> minus 10 because you won't have a jet wash the next morning. Yeah, I, that happened to me once. I did it by accident. Never doing that again. It survived. Yes. It just didn't work for a bit. So it's semi-survived. I just left it in the sun for a bit and it, it warmed up and defrosted. Yeah, if you do leave it out, bring it in. If you know you're going to be using it, try and bring it in for a few hours so it sort of defrosts because obviously pressure washers do get hot at some point whilst you're using them. Yeah. So for, if it goes from cold to hot in quite a simultaneous motion, it will obviously it's the same with chucking a kettle on your windscreen when it's frozen. Thermal shock. <laughs> Thermal shock. Yes. Oh. I, I I always tell people that's how to defrost their windscreen. Of course you that do. It doesn't surprise me. Of course you do. Imagine there'd uh, <laughs> be people who actually do that though. The, the people that do that always say, well, it's never cracked my windscreen, so I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> Wait until you got a stone it's, chip, baby. It's never happened to me before. <laughs> and then it just had that <laughs> oh, famous last words. <laughs> um, anyway, next one from Frost. And I, I'm guilty of this one. Not taking care of your vacuum. <laughs> oh. I think, so I have too many vacs anyway. But I've got one, and it is my trusty Titan. <laughs> £35 from Screwfix. And I love it. Thomas the Titan. That's a load of bollocks. I just made that up now. He Obviously, the Titans are a wet and a dry vac. Um, when you buy them, they come with a bag. I never use the bag. I think the bag went in the bin with the box. So every time I use it, I literally just chuck, let everything go up the hose into the into like the tank, whether that be wet, whether that be dry, whether it be pet hair, whether it be dust, whether it be water. heroin needles. It, literally everything goes in that. Like honestly, if I emptied out and cleaned it out properly, I bet you there's about fifty quid in there. I know some. I know somewhere. I know somewhere in that who has a £10 note as well, but I'm not fishing through, like, months' worth of <laughs> what is probably now COVID. Well, uh, last week you were banging on about, oh, you don't realise how important the small amounts of money from mini ballots come in, yet you won't go through your, your hoover to find a tenner. I will post a picture of the inside of my Titan on the Speed 6 group so you guys can see it. It is absolutely horrendous. Obviously, my t- I don't use it that often. It's just like a, it's it's a spare backup kind of chuck it in the car if I need to go and do a quick quick thing. Or it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really have a purpose. It was just handy when I was starting out. I think I got it like four years ago. <laughs> it was just cheap and handy. It's lasted well, and I think in four years I- I've maybe emptied it five times. <laughs> Obviously, that is not solid use. I but bet, I bet it stinks. It's st- honestly, I would not even stick my hand in there to pull it all the dirt out, even with a glove. It is absolutely repulsive. <laughs> and I'll, I'm gonna have to take a picture tomorrow and put it on the group. I words cannot describe it, and it's a shame because it, it is a the, those tires are a brilliant piece of kit, for the, especially for the price of them. You can't. I don't think there's anything that will match it in terms of price. You know, I've had more expensive vacuums and they've not been as good. Um, so that is one thing I am very, very guilty of is just not looking after them. And that's today's episode of Word Count Wednesday. Uh, honestly, I can't even describe the Titan. That That is how many words... It would need right that's the equipment section wrapped up right a quick couple of points on leather oh god go and say it leather conditioners are pointless oh most of the time oh you've you hit a nerve or two there most of the time. <laughs> so most car leather automotive leather 
is clear coated, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So if you're going to rub a leather conditioner over clear coat, it's not going to get into the leather to nourish it, quote unquote. It's just going to sit on top of the clear coat and it's actually going to be counterproductive. It's going to sort of attract dirt, oils, all that good stuff. So mm, lovely. just clean it. Just clean it. And if you want, put some like leather sealant on it. I actually prefer the look of natural finish, like just clean leather. Mm, yeah. How do you clean your leather, Richard? Is it with APC? <laughs> Definitely and a magic not. sponge. APC. Oh. Yeah, don't. Not even a magic sponge, mate. It's got to be a scrubber dubber. <laughs> Are those safe on leather? The jewelry. I don't still know. I, I'm far too ignorant on leather. I don't have a clue about it. I just clean it in the ways that people tell me to clean it. Some people say it's absolutely fine. Some people say it's going to absolutely ruin your leather. But who's right? Who knows? Who cares? Don't care. I'll clean it my way. Sandpaper and water. With a dedicated leather cleaner and not an all-purpose cleaner. No, all-purpose cleaner on leather is bad. Is it um, cracking yeah. it causes? It's like, obviously, does it like sort of affect Dry the clear out. Yeah. I think it just kind of degrades the clear coat. Is it like... I think. Are, has anyone done testing on it like that sort of proved? I don't know whether like... Um, Judy Bass is the yeah, only Judy, other that's, person. That's the one. I don't know. We'll we'll have to do a, a bit of research. I, I didn't know whether it like like say if you did it like five times or something, whether it actually make a dramatic difference. Or... Yeah, it makes a hole in your leather. Yeah, that's the one. But then you could argue that leather conditioners could be useful then. Well it's like saying, Okay, I'm gonna strip all the clear cut of my car just so my wax does more at UV protection. It was it was in a live stream earlier. Somebody said, What's the best UV protection for my car? And if they have an older car with kind of single stage red paint or whatever, then fair enough. But that's what the clear coat does. It's a UV protectant. By the time most people get rid of their car, you ain't got to worry about UV protection on it. <laughs> no. Unless you've got unless you've got an older car with kind or of... Or a respray. Yeah. Then you don't need to apply UV protectant because that's what the clear coat is. Well, but if you want to UV protect... The UV protection. <laughs> then, fine. I guess. What if you want to protect the UV protectant of the UV protectant of the UV protectant? The only time I've actually really seen it in useful situations is when you polish your headlights. Yeah, but, yeah. But then that's why you put a kind of lacquer on them. Yeah, because it's UV protectant. UV protectant. How many times can we say that in one episode? You know. <laughs> Can somebody somebody count it and whoever wins gets a free bottle of fresh air? <laughs> a free bottle of UV protectors. Oh. <laughs> okay, right. That's leather. We've said, it, we've said it. We've said it so many times now. UV protector doesn't sound like a real it word. It has no meaning because it's two words. Wow, it's uh, an acronym and one word. Oh, you've got you've got one on you today, Adam, haven't you? Go on, Jake. What does UV stand for? Ultraviolet. Okay, and what wavelength does ultraviolet run? Oh, Adam, no one knows that. <laughs> Short wave, medium wave, microwave, in a long wave. Yeah, give, give me it in, in nanometers, Jake. Storing products incorrectly is often done. Jake is definitely guilty of this. I've seen it firsthand. Don't even deny it. What's that? Storing products incorrectly? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Let's not. <laughs> come on, let's not be a little bitch. Let's, let's not reveal the shed. <laughs> Oh no, the, the shed the shed is an exception, all right. It's not. It's just wherever it's just a nice little storage space. If you insulated it. No, in fairness, at the minute it is immaculate in there. There is not even all that's in there is a couple of towels and a couple of barrels of stuff. There's there's basically nothing in there. All right, makes a change. Essentially, the main thing you need to worry about is extreme heat and extreme cold. And yeah, direct so sunlight. You put them in a little black shed in the middle of summer. Not a good idea. <laughs> it's not black, it's brown. Just do what a lot of people fail to do, and that is read the label and see instructions. <laughs> For example, you know those polymer sealants you get, the lance sealants, the really concentrated ones? Like the oh, yeah. <laughs> Jewel Flex and Purity X, those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People always say, oh, it's all 
crystallized or coagulated? What's happened? Oh, where's it been stored? Um, next to a radiator. Uh, out, outside in, in summer? That's the thing. In the air in cupboard? <laughs> Just read the product and store it properly. If you've got a van, don't just leave stuff in there when it's freezing over winter. You'll come back to a slush puppy shampoo. Nice. Now, the last couple of things are relatively quick fire, I think. I hope. Not if Jake says them. Yeah, not if he says them. Oh, God. We've touched on this one before in a weekly segment, I believe. The weekly segment. And that is cleaning so in sync. cleaning around badges during the pre-wash stage and not the wash stage. Been there, done that. Yeah. Got a t-shirt. I I looked at one of my DC posts the other day from like probably over a year ago when I had the white golf and my car was filthy. When I mean filthy, I mean filthy. And I was displaying a snow foam's cleaning ability. I did like a sort of a 50-50. And you can see where I went around the badge with a detailing brush during the pre-wash stage. Oh, you little... Oh, the cringe. The, the minkiness of it. <laughs> I, I, feel, I literally feel like I need a dental bath after that. Because <laughs> the thing is, the pre-wash stage, or stages, depending on how thorough you want to be, that gets rid of the actual kind of dirt like the actual abrasive stuff and then when it comes to the wash stage it's more of just like a kind of a film isn't it really rather than yeah. actual kind of bits of abrasives that can actually mar the paint that's why pre-wash is far far more important than contact wash when it comes to safety so if you're going around the badges when you've still got kind of abrasives on the paint you're rubbing that in basically yeah. essentially yeah but if you go in when you've got shampoo and it's just kind of a traffic film or whatever, um, and the shampoo is more lubricated than the snow foam, then you should be all right. It's one thing I've never really quite understood. It's like you you don't go in on a dirty car with your with your wash mitt and rub it all in. Why would you do it just because it's round a badge? I, I've never quite grasped the idea of why people do that. On plastics and... Um, Door rubbers, fine, yeah, go for it. I get that, but it's let's face it. Even when you're going to do like the rubbers around the edge of the doors or the like window of seals around the edge of the window, the chances of you only getting a brush in that bit is very, very slim. Especially on like a car that's like a, 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 I say like a sportier car, you know, like something a, a smaller car where everything's a bit more compacted. One thing that springs to mind is like an Audi R8. You've literally got like a hairline between the door rubbers and the and the paintwork. Some of us don't in... paint Audi R8s every week. Oh, sorry. Much rather drive one. Yeah. Yeah, be nice. Yeah. Another one on that. You do not need to do it every wash either. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to do that. Okay, so something that's overlooked quite a lot. This is probably more for the kind of business end. And that is not taking up the rear bench on cars and vacuuming under that. Laziness. It takes two seconds. Just to lift, quick vacuum, put back down. That was it. That's all I had for that. <laughs> Stop doing half a job. Do it properly. You see, that's the difference between a Valor and a Detail. I thought it was just black nitro, black, black nitro gloves instead of blue ones. Blue ones are more surgical. Yeah, you don't. If, you, if you're if you're about the game, you don't wear blue. You only wear black. Can we get orange ones? <laughs> we should make some Speed Six gloves. <laughs> it's like the Car Pro interior glove. If you've seen that, yes. yeah, that looks so cool. with it with it's with it's like fifty pound. Excuse me, fifty pound price tag. Ooh. Uh, so next on the list is glass cleaners on infotainment screens. Well, it depends on your well on your infotainment screen. Basically, um, a lot of them in I'm not sounding snobby with this. Not in like the lower end cars. A lot of their screens aren't glass. 
So basically, usually they're just like a standard sort of screen, and it usually has like an anti-glare film or coating on top of it. Basically, I think I remember seeing somebody comment saying that glass cleaners sort of like strip away or peel away at it. Yeah, it's kind of the solvents in it, isn't it? Yeah, it's the solvents in it, and especially the alcohol side of it, I believe, which obviously is a sort of a solvent. But um, Water's a solvent. Yes, yes. Um, it's like my old Golf that had a glass screen in it, so you could literally use glass cleaner on it. But like my new car that has, you can, it's like a, sometimes you can spot it because it's like a purpley, bluey color when you look at it at funny angles. That's when you can tell it's got like the anti-glare film on it. Mm. Or if it's sort of a, a satin finish, shall we say. That's usually when it's not a glass screen. Yeah, and that's like a anti-glare, so glass cleaners sort of damage that along the lines. And there's been actually quite a few pictures of people coming across while well, they're doing their mini valets, shall we call them, which you should always do because money is money. Um, they've put up a picture of the screen and someone said, oh, the screen's like this. I tried cleaning it and it won't go away because anyone helped me or something like that. Yeah, and I remember reading the comments because still in the learning stages, as are many of us, and turns out glass cleaner apparently is not very good for infotainment screens. Yeah, I think the best option would be to get a kind of a dedicated screen cleaner. Yeah, even the wipes that you get from places like PC World and is it PC World? Curry's PC World was a few years ago, weren't it? Well, it's Curry's PC World now, isn't it? Yeah. Comet. Integration. Get it from Comet. Yeah. Oh, Comet. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a throwback. I bet Jake wasn't even born when that was around. But yeah. Dedicated screen wipes, or if you, if your screen's completely minging, I would personally get some dedicated screen wipes. But if not, it's mainly just warm water on a microfiber, just a just, dry towel. Yeah, and just don't go too scrubby dubby on it. Just sort of be sensible. Yeah. And the last one, um, probably the biggest mistake, and that's not doing mini valets. <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> Oh dear. I still don't know if anybody really gets that. I don't care. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. We're done. We are done. Another week, another several hours of our lives, and hopefully another hour or so of entertainment. This is the the type of episode we're probably going to revisit every now and then when more ideas pop into our head. But I hope there was some relatable content. So... Please keep an eye out for our big announcement. It's it's not as, like they haven't seen it. Oh no. But it it's as it's getting closer, it's actually harder to keep it a secret. I know. Even even our close associates of who whom we speak to regularly, we haven't even told them it has literally stayed all between us. And it's so hard. Yeah. It is. But we're nearly there. Saturday. 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 I'm very excited. More details on the exact time coming soon. That so, basically means that we actually haven't. We don't know a time yet. Well, well, we need to see what Dev's doing. You better make Dev. it. So, rests on you, Devo. Like I said at the start, we're doing a mini episode of kind of explaining our plans. And we're also going to do just kind of a general Instagram and Facebook post. So get at us on our Facebook page and our Facebook group. And also drop us a follow on Instagram. I think that's it. I don't know if there's anything else other than check out speed6.co.uk for some very nice discount codes. Beautiful stuff. Touching back on the weekly segment, if you ever need to speak to anybody, we're always here. Indeed. Whenever. As long as it's not three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Well, you'll probably be awake cleaning mats or something. Shh. <laughs> Don't tell the missus. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, inboxes are always open. Oh, guys! Guys! Sorry, before this ends, I've just had a message come through. Somebody got a message me earlier about a couple of questions and just said, sorry for messaging you on a night. I know you'll be recording. 
Hope the boys let you introduce tonight's show. <laughs> <laughs> People do like me in showing. They don't. Just well, funny. What, I'm, what, I might, what I might do now is record a separate intro from me and then just clip it in when I'm editing. Okay. Well, no, no I'm going to share know. this. I'm going to share this screenshot onto the group now. <laughs> April Fools was. 27 days ago, by the way. Yeah, but you know what's only in three days' time? A big announcement. A big announcement. So, yeah. Join us again for our mini-episode this week, and then we'll be back carrying on our usual usual schedule from that week. So there's no interruption. Just a bonus episode. It's only like 10 minutes, so oh, don't, oh, don't, yeah. everyone, don't, don't everyone get really excited for a bonus. It'll be 10 minutes if you're not there. Shut up. <laughs> it's the final outro. We're nearly there. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Speed 6.